Good, Good afternoon. This is the first time we're able to do this together. That is... We're trying to scoot, scoot to where we're together. It's... Yeah, it's echoing. Okay. Testing, one, two, three. Testing. Okay. okay. Yeah, that sounds better. Hang on. All right. So this is sort of better. I hope you guys can hear us. Yeah. Good, good afternoon, everybody. I hope you guys are having a nice Sunday afternoon. Pearl was saying, this is our first time seeing each other. Right now, our location is at Lindsay's house. And so, like, we... We hung out. This is the first time in like a year since we hung out. Yes. <laughs> Which was like kind of <laughs> awkward. Yes, it it was because I it's like it's not it's not the same feeling that you feel if you talk to someone on the phone. When you're on the phone, like of course you miss that person and everything. But it's awkward because I got so nervous when I was getting ready to go uh get Jane I felt awkward because I felt like I was meeting someone new all over again right it's kind of like you if you ever go to like your grandparents house and you have like a family reunion you hadn't seen your cousins in like a year or something it's just like oh you're really excited but you're nervous because it's like meeting someone new especially if you kind of have like social anxiety or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there's this, there's this like hanging out with her. Like we actually went to Walter's with her family, which was awesome. We played laser tag first. Yeah. And then made golfing. Like <laughs> it's funny because I was like so nervous, but then like it's like battlefield. Yeah. It was like a complete battlefield. <laughs> and I was just annoyed with, with Lizzie's husband <laughs> because he kept on getting me. <laughs> like what the heck? I thought we're all the same team, but I guess it's every man's for himself. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then oh, I meant to tell you, Jane, we had an even score. We tied on golf. Oh, I added it up. Wow. Uh, yeah, we yes. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> we're not very good golfers. <laughs> yeah, but we have fun though. We had fun. Yeah, it's been like this like this weird thing. <laughs> the turtles. The turtles. So we were outside. Yeah. And like we got the whole pen and we sold two wooden turtles at a sexual position. Yeah. And I'm like, am I seeing this right? And she pointed it out and I'm just like, seriously. I'm like, it has to be some teenagers. I know. It has to be a team. Some 16 year olds working there probably just got bored and put the turtles together. Like, it's so funny because even even James noticed it. Yeah, oh, he noticed it. He's sharp. He notices everything. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, we had fun. I mean, it felt good to be out of the house because I was just so trapped. (laughs) I, I was. Maybe a little hard on Jane a few weeks ago. I said, you got to just put on your mask and get out 
and we ju- we just got to get out soon, you know. And we were wearing our masks pretty much the whole time together, except when we were eating and stuff. And yeah. right now we're talking, but we're spread out and we're being distanced. So then the good news in our particular county, we're in the blue level. So most everything's opened yeah. back up again. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. And people are getting vaccines. Of course, it's healthcare workers first and then older adults. I mean, my dad just got his first dose last Thursday. He's getting his second dose on his birthday in a couple of weeks. And so, and so like, right now he's out of town. This is like the first time in like months since, since he's been out of town, which is like for his job because everything was just so banned. Fun fact, it has been a year since COVID-19. Yeah, like at least where we're at now. I mean, I know we had a few cases or our area hadn't seen first cases until this time last year. But in the United States, of course, um, in the United States, of course, it was at the tail end of January. And um, it was looking back. I think that my kids might have had it and we just didn't know in February as I was telling Jane off air because they they had all the symptoms. They were coughing, they were sneezing, they were um, in February, they had, you know, a high fever, like 101 and then 103. And um, Mm -hmm. it was, it was as scary as a mother, you know? And so but they weren't testing for COVID and they didn't know there were any cases of COVID. But what the difference was is they tested for flu and both of the kids came back negative flu. So it was just very suspicious as far as the testing goes. And I'm so glad that we're very, you know, Faith and I are very fortunate that Neither of us have been very sick or anything yeah, this year. Yeah, me too. You know, looking back at COVID nineteen, we just didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I mean, yeah, during that time, like I know I told the story a lot of times, but you know, I mean, I feel like I don't care anyway. Like during that time, I was living on be more in depth. I was living on campus at the time when this happened. So like. Everything was just all good. I mean, everybody had plans for spring break. Everybody went to Florida. Yeah. And then, like, and then I was watching my friend's fish. <laughs> it's, it was a guppy. Um, rest in peace, um, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not try- I'm not trying to laugh, guys. Excuse me. Anyway, anyway. Um, I- <laughs> Anyway, You're fine. Anyway, um, it was like it, it was a span of a week. Everything was just changing. First day, it was just nothing. Everything was just so calm because I opened in the mornings and there was barely any people except for faculty. In the afternoon, it starts getting more busier. Things shit went down Wednesday. Yeah. When like there was calls where like schools were closing. Everything was just getting canceled, including March Madness. And at that time, we did not take it seriously. All of my friends did not take it seriously. Right. We were just competing and out. We were just making fun of the fact that everything was just being canceled. Yeah. Right. 
And so, like, it then, like, it just got sick. It then, like, it was just depressing. Just so worried. My right. little sister was worried, and I'm just so stressed on Thursday. And then I'm like, you know what? I should just go home. And so Friday, I left. It was, like, my first day, and then, like, that Friday, like, we were preparing ourselves. This is before the mask, by the way. Yeah. Only healthcare workers had masks on during that time. I mean, which is before everybody had masks. Healthcare. And I remember that Friday night, we were just, everybody started freaking out. It was a ghost town. Yeah, just the grocery stores got wiped out so quickly. Especially toilet paper. Now, toilet paper was as you guys know, it was ridiculous. It was, it was ridiculous. Like we're on. It was like every man for himself. Like, yeah. It was like a, a hunt. It was like the apocalypse. Yeah. And you know, like during that time, though, like afterwards, like even like when I went home, like, yeah, school got cut short, and I could live in apartments again. We were preparing. I mean, we depended on our neighbors by making masks. We got masks yes. from our our friend from church and then my dad relied deeply on Amazon. He wore a lot of masks. Yeah. And it then like we it then my mom went on grocery store rounds. Yeah. I can remember it was just such a long spring break. We had like two spring breaks. Yeah. One because we had extended spring break for two weeks and then and April went back to school, which was hell, which was depressing. And during that pandemic in the beginning was the most depressing thing I have ever been. I was, I was so lost. I was just so struggling. And like, I was just struggling at school. And I was just like, you know, I just felt so done. I just felt so strange. But there were also good moments too. My dad had built this gym in his garage. Yeah. And like, we had routine. Every day at three o'clock, we would work out. Yeah. We had like leg day, chest day. <laughs> and it was just the most fun. And it made me feel better. And so, yeah, COVID 19 was too. But what was it like for you, like in the beginning? Well, in the beginning, I had thought, I was hoping. It mo- like most everything else, Ebola, Zika, the swine flu, all that crap. I was really hoping that um, it was going to blow over. I was hoping it was just they were wrong. And then I knew things got serious when they started to close down the gym, the libraries. I remember the last day that I physically went inside the library before they closed everything down. I took the, uh, now the city buses kept running because of essential workers that had to ride on the bus. But I remember taking the city bus to the library with a big bag and renting all kinds of books for me and the kids, just putting them in a backpack because the, the libraries don't care. You can rent like 30 books at a time. I probably rented about 10. Mm-hmm. Um so I knew it got serious. The kids didn't have school for a couple of weeks. They too extended their spring break. And, and I, I, I called it when I saw that colleges around the United States 
were closing for a while, I had told my husband, I said, get ready because we're going to be home for a while. And I didn't mean that in a hurtful or rude way. I knew that it was going to get ugly. And uh, you just have this feeling as a mom. You just know that things are going to go really crappy. Right. And when did you when did you think in the beginning, how long did you think COVID-19 would last? Honestly, I, I was hoping that it would die off or at least the hysteria would die off uh, after. I, I was hoping it would just be a couple of months. And then by the summer, like most other nasty diseases and viruses, usually during the summer, things kind of ki get killed off as far as the virus. Like the flu usually dies down in the summer. So I was hoping that by the time May or June hit that this would be over. But then, of course, in the summer, it seemed like everything just got worse. To me, me, I thought during that time, I thought it would be over in the fall. Yeah. I just think that, you know, okay, let's let everything happen within those months. But then, like, it just, oh, well. But speaking of summer, summer of 2020, on top of the racism, on top of the protests, on top of everything else, it was the worst. Yeah. It was clearly the worst. And it's amazing how people go back to that summer, go back to, like, many people say that, when we look back of 2020, everybody's like, feels like it's been like five years. Yeah. I mean, it is true. Like, it has felt like a long, big year. To me, I feel like it's been like a long ass spring break. It, that's what it feels like to me. I was just feeling like totally disconnected. Me too. Emotionally, like, just like, it's like I kept seeing, you know, my very close family for weeks on end you know my family within my household for weeks on end and then I couldn't see my parents for a while because they're not in the same household because of course I'm older I have kids of my own and then I came up with the idea and I thought about this and I'll see we'll just if anyone stops us we'll just tell them we'll get groceries um we thought about, as we've seen it in, done in the nursing homes, drive-through visits with family, with parents that are older. So what we did, I contacted my parents and I said, what if, because they were just missing the kids something awful, you know, what if we just like drive through your neighborhood and then we'll get groceries? <laughs> And we did. We didn't touch them. Um, we were we stayed in the car. We uh, rolled down the windows, and they stayed on their sidewalk so they can hear us and at least see us. So we got innovative because when you don't see your family for several months at a time, it, it gets really rough. It's hard on the uh, everyone, whether you're older, whether you're younger. It doesn't matter. It's very hard. My family got innovative ourselves during this pandemic. So, like, what we did, we did, my dad had done a lot of home improvement. Yes. So, like, what my mom did, she used these chairs, these old chairs, these 30 chairs. 
she cleaned it off and then she spray painted it light brown. Oh, nice. So yeah. And then like my dad, I don't know, he broke down these crates, these box crates. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what he did with it. And then also like I got a bulletin board. And so like I was just feeling so down and I was just basically like doing like Bible verses and putting um shoot, putting up inspirational quotes and everything else. So like during that time I was doing like these quiet times by having a moment with God, by reading the Bible, by praying, by worshiping. And like this was during a time where I became a bit of myself and I became more open within my sexuality and like I started doing these strip pieces exercises which yeah. was exhilarating by the way oh sorry it's okay it's okay sorry yeah I mean yeah thank you yeah <laughs> but yeah we were very innovative yeah, and of course, the podcast, too. The podcast. And about that, we have decided, because our schedules are very overwhelming for both of us right now, mm-hmm. it's a combination of Jane wanting to get a job. Hopefully, she'll get hired on as a teacher's assistant. Yeah. And it's a full-time job. And going to school, of course. And I'm going to school part-time and working part-time, too. So we talked about it and we, our passion for this podcast has kind of calmed down a little bit and we're in a place where we want to stop before it feels like too tedious and we're just sick of it. It has felt tedious in the middle of it. Yeah. I say that after episode 10 was hopefully romantic. Yeah, and the overflow of love, we felt like it was a responsibility that we had to do something better. Like we were trying to, well, I was trying to be better and just trying to be kind of big. Whereas, like for me though, you always took it not seriously. Yeah, so I was like very ambitious, very, you know, like I just wanted to do this or that. Like I was just, we were just so both so inspired, but then like it was just too much. Yeah, it got it got to be too much. This was more so many other serious things have gone on in our lives and I wanted it to be more an entertainment situation. And I was nervous to even start it and she Jane knows how much hesitation I had because like I don't when I'm listening to our podcast I don't like my the sound of my own voice. Well, I love it though because she is she sounds like she has the voice of a natural podcaster. <laughs> That's what I've been telling her. So I feel like Jane has the voice and I have the ideas sometimes. <laughs> like, well, you have the voice and the ideas. Yeah. You know, so but we're at a point we wanted to reflect on this and yes. tell you guys some funny stories and different things like that yeah so when we started this podcast we started it, it was june 30th and 
20, 20, 2020. 2020. Yeah. found it and I'm like do you think we can connect it since we're not supposed to really I mean we were allowed to hang out at that point but we weren't we were both kind of hesitant too and you know things it's like the state of Indiana pushed (laughs) even though the cases got worse yeah but the cases had flared up and now we're back not to normal. We still have to be careful, but we're back to where we can finally carefully socialize more. But anyway. Yeah. So and I'm like, is this does this cost us anything? She's like, no. No, like and I was just playing around with it and I was able to create the profile and the plate. How we got the plate. So basically the story behind the plate during April but everything, it's like getting our as my old history teacher would say. You're getting your meat and your potatoes. Yeah. And so that's just basically it. Being able to everything because we basically talked about everything. Yes, we've talked about everything. And we've come a long way. And we've discussed a lot of 
things, some funny things, some serious things, uh, some in between, and some things we've just been very neutral about, you know, like hacks and things. That's not, yeah, that's just helpful, but it's not like very, it's not emotionally charged. Yeah, hacks was our first starter because both me and April wanted to throw some helpful information. Yes. And so we start out with hacks and how we would like prepare ourselves, we would look up we'll be inspired by memories of what we've done, but then like the school hacks behind the scenes. Yeah. I literally was looking through YouTube about these hacks. Yeah. About these dumb little hacks before on air. Yeah, it's that's true. And then I thought about it and I'm like, YouTube videos are so much better than us describing it. Yeah. Because YouTube videos will show someone step by step by step. And as a hands-on learner myself, it's easier to watch a video than it is just hearing someone giving me instructions. But that's just my own opinion. Some people can listen to audio and, and figure it out. But so during yeah, and during the time we did the podcast, we done it all in one day, and then we didn't even edit it at all. Because no. like, I was just very annoyed. I didn't know how to do it. So like I just both put it out in the afternoon in the evening. But until like we start at we literally record on Tuesdays. Sometimes Wednesdays. We were trying to go for two days. Yeah, like Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, until like, and we couldn't keep up with that though. No, but then like we started recording on Sundays. Yes. So our schedule has varied vastly and that's another reason why we need we've had to make a decision to step away we can't keep it consistent we, yeah we couldn't keep it consistent and you know april has been got me which was the best thing she ever done like she was like she was the mature one <laughs> well it's just i'm very schedule oriented and then just timing it to where like you know of course, I have two kids where they're watching a movie or playing right. or doing something right. else where I'm not interrupted. And then, of course, Jane has her family, so not interrupting them or anything they're doing. Yeah, in, you know, in the beginning, well, you know, we were asking for requests. We want feedback so bad. Yeah. And shout out to people who gave us feedback. Yeah. You know, shout out to them. And, you know, it's just been... We were going to have guests, but then, like, we changed our mind. There are some things we were going to do, you guys, but then, you know, with timing and all, we just, you know, it just wasn't worth it. It just was not worth yeah, it. Yeah, because we hadn't, you know, this was a decision that, you know, we made. We weren't getting paid for it, but we wanted to think about how to kill time and how to kind of spend time together, even though we weren't physically hanging out. You know, like, you know, with this series, me and April gotten closer. Yes, that. we have. We've gotten closer. We've known each other more and better. Yeah. And, you know, we've known each other, like, come August, it would be four years. Four years. Oh, my God. You know, it's been three and a half years thus far. Mm-hmm. And we've really, you know, at first, you know, of course, we were friends. We got along great. But it took us a while to really hang out. Yeah, it did, you know, like, it was just, like, awkward, but then, like, when this pandemic came hit, we got closer, like, we got, yeah. we started discussing, we started opening, 
we had disputes, but you know, it's normal. It's every relationship. Yeah, friends. That's just how it goes. But the thing is, with friendship, it's like you'll find out real quick who your friends are. Right. Because if your friends, this is a little life advice. If your friends, if you have a flare up and have a dis- disagreement, flare ups and disagreements are normal. Mm-hmm. They happen with any friendship especially if you've known that person for a long time because then you start to let your guard down and express yourself and people have different opinions about things and that's okay but you'll find out quick who your friends are if they leave you in the dust during a difficult situation then you know you know they're not going to be a very good support they're they're really not and if you're like only carrying the load and if you're only carrying the load and you're expecting that person to do the same then you know that that's not that's not the right person for you yeah but we had had a disagreement and then we came back together yeah within like the same day. Yeah, it was two A days. few hours. Yeah, a few hours. It was like a day. And was- then we're like, you know, we both apologize and say, you know, our tempers just got the best of us. And that happens and it's you know? okay. Yeah, it's okay, you know. You know, her and I were having a really good discussion earlier today about like just some of this cancel culture and stuff. Yeah. We, I feel like we agree somewhat, but we disagree a little bit and that's okay. Which is okay, as long as there has to be that balance, you know. And it's it was it's one of those things like growing up, uh, in the especially the the '90s and early 2000s of graduating and uh, like 2007, like I wasn't shielded from some things and everything was very blunt of you know, whatever, and uh, things, it wasn't this, I guess, political stuff, wasn't it strong? Or at least not quite, because we didn't have social media, you know, not until, I just felt like, yeah, I, I feel like social media took it a bit too far, yeah, because I feel like there's just a bit more censorship, which there's nothing wrong with having censorship, but when it comes to shielding and repressing sexuality, that's a that's a problem. That's yeah. a complete problem. And there's things that we'll say on like the podcast, we will censor ourselves. Yeah. And you know, and that was a thing too of you know, I didn't and we had to Yeah, we Another reason why we cancel. I'm sorry. You're fine. I was just gonna say we've had to kind of tone our yeah language down stuff. If if I have the kids around mm-hmm. or anything like that, which that's natural. And you know, another reason why we we decide to step away from the podcast. This is coming from me. I'm very. I'm at a place now where I'm deconstructing everything that I've never taught, and it led to a lot of anger. Yeah. And you can tell on this last episode where if I came across very harsh and very offensive, which I know I did, I'm very sorry. I'm yeah. very sorry. I was just going through serious trauma and serious hurt, but that's not. Yeah. But that's not an excuse for me to be an asshole. So I'm very sorry. Which 
I appreciate your apology, and this is where, like, I try not to be mother hen yeah, <laughs> all the time. I mean, if, if it's good, and, like, I just needed to protect myself. Like, needed to yeah. not let my emotions get the best of me. And, you know, since I'm on this journey right now with me being an adult, with me being 22, I think I should move on and level up. You know, I am leveling up now because I'm I'm going to therapy, like I'm doing music, which is also therapy of itself. I'm leaning more and more into spirituality. Well, I confirm my spirituality. I always been spiritual so my whole yeah. life always been. But you know, yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, you know, we that's why we had decided to, you know, kinda take a step back and everything and you know I appreciate Jane saying that she's sorry it's same for me I've you know like if I'm wrong I'll tell you I'll say you know what I thought about this I was too harsh and there's sometimes I've been too harsh and and like yeah we got scared a couple times because I like done a application program. Yes. And like I mentioned that we enabled on podcast, which luckily I'm not in the application program. They didn't accept me, which is fine because I know what I want to do. So this has been a blessing. So I know it was a blessing in disguise. So I'm not really upset thinking about it. You know, it just didn't feel right. It just felt rushed. But anyway, like, we got scared a couple of times and, you know, since April's being serious with her substituting job and I'm trying to get this job as the assistant teacher, we need to, we both need to be careful. Yeah, we have to be careful. Unfortunately, with how things are when it comes to the podcast and everything, um, in in social media how rampant it can it can destroy someone's career in two seconds we wanted to be careful and we wanted to be respectful and if we've ever come off as being too harsh with each other or with anyone else in any other group we do we definitely do apologize and this last episode is just basically just us trying to be accountable for everything that we have said. It, it's us reflecting on everything we've done. Yeah, and so my question to you, April, what does you get out of, what does this podcast taught you? Well, it's taught me to try to be more flexible and open-minded. it's hard sometimes because our personalities are kind of set, you know, in our twenties and especially me being in my early thirties. Like, so I've tried to be flexible, but the biggest thing that has really helped me and I feel like it's helped you too is working with someone and trying to be on a schedule and organization because yeah. it that has taught me to try to be more flexible and to work with someone else when I haven't worked 
outside of the home in, until um, this, you know, December. So it, it's given me like work experience because we, Jane and I have discussions of what we're going to put on the podcast, when we're going to do it. She's the brains about editing. Yeah, like, it's you sort know. Of, it sort of, like, gave me, you know, like, with this, like I have the same takeaway as you. Like, it taught me to be flexible, but it also taught me, as experience about being an entrepreneur, being a creator. Yeah. Like, you know, teamwork, because, like, it's so refreshing to work with my best friend. Yes. Something that we both created. And, like, in her having the brains, being the idea magical creature and I'm just so inspiring we always have meetings before we do the podcast yeah we try to make it meaningful there I mean there's been a few times we've jumped right in yeah because we'll text back and forth and if there's something that's not very serious and I really love the improvs more because they're more flexible and we just jump right in mm -hmm. and just start talking about stuff yeah, the storytelling has been my most favorite thing. Yes, same. Like, of us reflecting of, like, growing up about our past, about love and all of that shit. Yeah. And also, like, the biggest takeaway for me is me being more often honest, me being more open, and me willing to talk about things that are too tough to talk about. Yeah. Like, like I'm more open to having discussions when it comes to things like race, when it comes to things like same-sex marriages or LGBTQ plus issues and I never talked about it before so it just made me more over myself it made me more grow it made me grow more as a person so also my question for you during this podcast where were you at in your life personally mentally physically it doesn't really matter oh yeah I forgot about that part I'm glad you reminded me you know when we started this podcast um, and I hope this will answer your question. When we started this podcast initially, I was just really disappointed because a lot of my plans had changed. Mm-hmm. And initially, before this podcast, because of the pandemic, initially, I was going to uh, take some time off before I would go back to work or school. I wasn't planning to go back to school. I thought I was done. And in a way, I kind of wish I would have been done. But we'll talk about that in just a second. Let me hold that thought. Initially, before this podcast, um, before this pandemic flared up, I had signed up at the local YMCA for three times a week, two hours a day to do swim because I needed to lose weight. I still, ideally, even if I can knock off 30, 40 pounds because of how tall I am and stuff, clinically, I'm obese and I want to, if I was just overweight and not obese, I wouldn't worry about it. But my family has a history of diabetes and physical problems such as that. Anyway, I don't want to go too deep into that or make anyone feel bad. Um, But I was ready to change myself, not for anyone else, but for me. Um, to have more energy, you know, to be more energetic with my children, all that stuff. So I was going to improve myself. That was my goal before this podcast. And, of course, this podcast did not take away from what I wanted to do. Not at any time did this podcast do anything like that. Um, 
the reason why I couldn't do that is simply because the pandemic closed down the gym. And they kept delaying their open date. You know, I thought they were going to open in like May. I thought, oh, good, they're going to open in May. And then it got pushed back till like September. So I feel like this way too, maybe not necessarily with the gym, but I feel like I have lost a year of my life. It's gone. And I'm not trying to be like morbid when I say that, but I mean, and then, of course, my brother, he did get married in July. They were able able to get married, but it is historical. When they look back on those pictures, everybody wearing the mask and stuff, and his groomsmen coming out with all matching masks, that's very historical to reflect on later in their lives. And um, I had something else. So, yeah, I wasn't going to go back to school initially. I was going to exercise, and then I was actually, I had heavily thought about applying to be a substitute teacher anyway, but that wasn't going to happen. So I decided when I had, since I have this time, we don't know what's going to happen in the fall, I'm going to go back to school. So my plans have changed. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish my bachelor's in psychology, and I'm like about roughly a year as long as my financial stuff goes through, I'm about a year being done, hopefully May 2022. But Jane, how about you? How have your plan, what were you going to do and what did you end up doing? What I was going to do during that time, I was going to go to Ireland. Yes, I'm excited for you. And I was like really excited. I mean, you know, this is what I need. I need to meet somebody new because I was very hung up on this one guy. And then like, I, you know, like, I thought, like, you know, I was going to stay, you know, I was just going to be in my apartment with my roommate, with the one room I had left, but even, yeah, even, like, during that time, I was going to be by myself, even if this change was going to happen, I would have lived alone, I mean, weirdly, it was Russian roulette. It was one roommate first, who went first due to this blue, my second roommate due to financial stuff, and then my third roommate because her and her friend had found a apartment. Right. So I could have lived by myself. So I was going to continue school live by myself and then go to Ireland during that fall and summer. But that changed. And of course, I felt very depressed, very upset. I was worrying about my friends. I was worrying about this guy. I got hung up on and you know like I was just going I mean I was just like I felt hopeless I felt like because like I was so involved like during my young adulthood during my adolescence I was a volunteer I was a church volunteer and so like doing this mid-pandemic during this beginning of pandemic I felt so useless I felt like I'm not I wasn't doing enough so I was trying to do a lot by going to church at my used to church in on campus, going, having study time, trying to be close to God, trying to do all of those things to please him, to make myself feel better, mostly please him. You know, I just thought this is what he wanted me to do, but that's not the case. And so like everything's just so in the rush and like I was just like 
I was sort of being hard on myself, like, because I couldn't be stressed, I couldn't be lazy, but, you know, I had to be, because I literally could not do anything. All I did was just eat and just rest, and I watched a lot of Netflix. Oh, did we all? Yeah, I watched, when I didn't binge watch, I binge watched that family show, but it's just so addicting. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, yeah, I watched a lot of YouTube, and Things got a bit better when I've done this during this podcast. And, you know, I was just very, I was a people pleaser during the time before the pandemic, during the time. You know, I was trying to meet other people's needs instead of my own because I always raise people's, I was, I was been selfless. So I always put people first before my own, which is very bad. I mean, it was good to an extent. And then, yeah. Thanks. Because after knowing what happened and doing this podcast, you know, the thing was I orchestrated a birthday party for my pastor through Zoom, which was the most happiest I've been in a while. And we just had a good night, you know, all of us talking. Then the next day, that's when April brought this idea about the podcast. And so things were starting to get good. And then how I started to love myself more by loving my body more through these exercises. And it was healing. I had to just sit there and just learn about my demons and learn more about myself. Yeah. And so, like, having to sit there made me closer my family and my friends and maybe closer to God maybe trust more of his plan and it, I really just during this pandemic I have grown I've learned to love more of myself I love myself now after this the first stages of pandemic after during this um during the podcast over the podcast I have grown like you know I had my promotion to be a person at my job like I like and then like with me coming out it just I don't know like I just never thought that I would be more open within myself and now and now I'm being more open with my gender expressing and allowing myself to have facial hair because I just love hair and now of course there's always going to be disagreement but I just didn't care right now I'm being defiant and so now like here I am I started out being this girl who wants to please everybody who was so who did who just thinks so bad of herself and now I'm this badass woman who does not give a shit what people said and you know, I'm going to love who I want. I'm going to be who I want. And so right. here I am. You know, like, here I am. And I'm at a place now where I'm tired of living through this, through the rules. I'm tired of it. I'm going to live the way God wants me to live, the way I want to live. And so Exactly. And so this is where I am now. I'm growing. I'm healing from the aches, from the burns, from everything and you know i just want to thank you guys i want to thank 
I I owe a lot to this podcast. I do. I want to thank God for this idea, from giving us this opportunity. And, um, yeah, so for prayers out there, for anybody who wants to start a podcast or do anything, what would you tell them? I would tell them, you know, obviously, just go through the Anchor app because it's very easy. It's easy to set up, simple. And the other thing is just, you know, if you're in a position to express yourself freely, I would say go for it. But the only other advice I would say is just kind of be mindful in the back of your mind of, If you're in a position where you're worried about your job, then you kind of have to be careful and maybe not, you know, go too strongly on the political end or, um, you know, just kind of just kind of think about what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. And that's something we didn't think about because we didn't know how far we would go with this. True. And. I guess, you know, my biggest advice is just think about, you know, if you're not doing this for money, make sure that you're able to do, if it ever gets tedious or boring or you feel like you can't really be yourself or anything like that, then it's just not really worth doing. But if you're wanting to do this and actually making a career out of it, make sure you're in a secure position financially to where you're not, if you're taking a risk, if unfortunately, you know, because of censorship, if you were to ever lose your job, I would be very careful about what you put out there, to be honest. That's my honest opinion. I'm not trying to be negative about it. To me, though, as a creator, as anybody, as a creator, do this out of love. Do this out of pure enjoyment. Yes. Yes. And make sure you love it first before you give it out to somebody else. Yeah. Don't just create something that everybody else, that somebody else did. Yeah. Re, like, research it and think about it if there's... Like someone that always does, for example, like hacks or something like that, or mm-hmm. money advice or whatever. Maybe you listen. You know, I think the best thing to do before you do a podcast that I wish I would have done. And of course, with things like this, this is, you know, if we step away from this for a few months and bring it back, I mean, this is going to be here, you know. So listen to what other people have done. And make sure you're doing something different. <laughs> yeah, and perhaps research about it. You know, yes. that's the only thing I didn't do. Because, like, literally, they were, like, giving these lessons about how to do this, how to get more views. And I wish I didn't do that, but, you know, I was just like, you know, screw it, because I was just doing it for the fun. Both of us were doing it We were just fun. doing this purely for fun and entertainment. We wanted to entertain people during these tough times. But now... I feel like, you know, her and I both agree that we're at a point in our lives to where we're not able to keep going forward with this, at least for now. Yeah, at least for now. I mean, this is just goodbye. This isn't goodbye, but this is just for now. 
for now. For now, because, and also, we're moving on to bigger and better things. Yes. You know, I mean, as April says, she'll be telling me, like, you know, in five years, it was over. <sighs> we'll be looking back, you know, hey, remember back in the Tammy days where we looked at, <laughs> where, <laughs> where we done this podcast, you know? Yeah, we could pick this up in several months from now. We could pick this up in a year from now. Or we may not do this again for quite a while. You know, we whatever happens, we'll make a decision. But at least for now, we're going to have an extended break, I would say. Yeah, you know, extended hiatus. And also, be original. Be authentic. And also, too, like, for those who feel like you're not good enough for this, you know, it's, you know, am I right with this? You're... Trust your higher power. You know, you're, there's a reason why you're doing this in the first place. If it feels right, then it feels right. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, if you don't get any feedback, it's kind of like the old saying goes, oh, no news is good news. Because, you know, if people are listening and they're not really giving any feedback, I wasn't worried so much if, they, I wanted to know if we were doing anything wrong. Yeah. Didn't have any negative feedback at all. No, like, it was nothing but love. And also, um, I watched this interview of an artist, and they say that sometimes you need to not be famous, you need to be famous, not be famous. In yeah. In order to grow. Which yeah. Which they are right. That's exactly right. You know, you need to start small and, of course, use what you have. You don't have to have money to do this. No, it doesn't cost anything to do this yeah, on an anchor. Like, you don't have to have a microphone. You have to be in studio. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, exactly. You I can mean, just you sit and you talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's na- make it as natural as possible. I mean, have a good teammate. Trust yeah. that person. Have good conversations have healthy disputes, you know. I mean, both me and April and I, we met each other in college. Yeah. Me and college, I respect. We love that school too much. It's too much. And we, we tried to draw a line of we probably shouldn't go here on whatever topic, especially politically speaking. Yeah. And then we expanded that in a way and we changed your mind on a few things yeah i think me i was very ambitious you see it all started everything was cool during the first five episodes yeah but till when brought when bluntly romantic came out when we first recorded i was request uh a request of one of my friends about romance and relationships we did not expect that to blow up yeah we did not we still does. I still deny. <laughs> yeah, it was one of her most successful and popular episodes. But then, like, and that's when, yeah, you know, that's when I'm like, okay, I want to do something big. I want to do something next. I mean, we should do these series and these filler episodes. Filler episodes were good too. I really like that. Like I said, my favorite was more the improv, yeah, stuff that we did. So, so oh yeah, you were oh. And I was going to say, don't, uh, one piece of advice, don't go against your boundaries. 
if you branch out too far and then you start to get that bad feeling and eh, I shouldn't put it out there, then don't publish it and really sit on it because it's not, it's not worth losing your job for. It's not. And this is coming from, and this is, and also another advice of mine, my awesome friend is, when you have a small, run yourself in, start something yes. very bubbly, very fun. Yeah. Don't be political or don't be serious with a couple audience, like two audiences. Yeah, because, exactly. Like, because newsflash, nowadays people don't want to hear that shit. People want to hear something positive. Right. And the biggest problem in our country right now that where our country is facing is pollution. It's political division. It's hurting it's, our country majorly. It's political correctness. It's basically, yeah, political division. And it's just ridiculous. And, you know, the other day I was just thinking to myself and talking to God about this. I'm just like, why does there have to be liberal, these political parts in the first place? Why can't we just be human beings that just have these lively discussions? I mean, I feel like there must be a problem. I mean, I feel like the FBQ is, oh, Barrera of the Contreras. Oh, Barrera of these three liberals. Oh, I'm like, who cares? Yeah, it's just one of those situations. I, mean, I feel like, I mean, yeah, even though these political parties have a good intention, I feel like it's just going to be a bit worse if we have have more political parties. But that's just my thing. That's just my thing. It's just like, I, well, you know, I think the words conservative and liberal are more helpful than True. Democrat and Republican. True to you. I think conservatives and liberal, when I think about it, yeah. yeah, I think Democrats and Republicans are too damn complicated. It makes it way too complicated because these parties have evolved so much. Right, and you know, back yeah. in, historically back in that time, the Republicans were more helpful than Democrats. Yeah. Especially slavery. Anyway, yes. that's another story. Yeah, and that's a whole <laughs> other thing. And it's so crazy how they flip. Which is- it, it's a huge flip. And, but I feel like the one thing that has stayed the same, whatever, you know, let's just say Republicans have all, you know, for the most part been fairly conservative, Democrat, usually liberal. But if we think about it more, if we take away the Democrat and Republican label and just go with conservatism and liberalism, it uh, it makes more sense in a makes, literal way. It makes sense. And literally, I looked it up. I looked up the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Literally, Republicans are all for a force pro-life, a force that and whereas liberals, like, sorry, um, that's the same thing with conservatives and, like, with liberals and Democrats, they're all pro-choice and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, and so that proves yeah. our point that being a Democrat and being a Republican, it's just going to make it so damn complicated. And everybody's just so, everybody hates the Republicans in some sense. You know, if there's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. There's, There's yeah. I mean, especially when it comes to race. Now, yes. Anyway, like, that's just our couple. That's just our Yeah. Whereas it's just, 
I can appreciate some conservatism when it comes to money. Yeah. You know, yeah. fiscal Republicans, you know, just the money situation, we have to be careful because so we don't end up being in a really, you know, bad situation if everybody's on the street. I just think to myself, I think that when it comes to have when it comes to being a conservative, I think you could have that liberal mindset. And there's some people, yes, and I'm glad you brought that because there's some people who are socially liberal, but money-wise, conservative. There's people yeah. there or moderate or whatever, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway, so it's just one of those situations to where, you know, just think about your boundaries mm -hmm. don't become someone that you're not just to make your views go up or whatever yeah just don't like just be yourself like don't be a people pleaser please yeah and it's just it, just finding that balance to where we're ourselves but we're not going too far too far out there in the deep end to where we're highly offensive or we risk losing our jobs, too. So you just have to find that balance. I think that's the key. And when it comes to promotion, be consistent with that, because I was not consistent when it comes to Instagram. And we've, both of us, yeah. <laughs> just really honestly have dropped the ball. But, um, Jane, do you have any more questions for me? I don't think I have any today. What was like your favorite moment during this show, recording the show? It can be an episode or anything. Um, there's a lot of good moments. Honestly, reflecting back, probably like our school days, our school days, mm -hmm. like elementary school or high school, our funny stories about things that happened in school. You know, whether it was at Ivy Tech or whether it was elementary or where high school, whatever, that was probably my favorite. And then probably also the buffet, too. Yeah, comedy buffet. My favorite moment during the show was basically planning this thing. Yes. Basically having these memes, these brainstorms memes. Like, which my favorite one was like during, it was like the week of Thanksgiving. Well, I think the week before where we were just planning our December. Yes. Like, December episode. So yeah. we decided to do, like, talk about a Christmas story. Yes. We oh, my God. To talk about, like, uh, these other movies. And also, like, my favorite moments were when we were talking about It's a Wonderful Life, which was yes. adorable. And staying up. But my favorite was the. When we stayed up too late and got really goofy. Yeah, it was like us doing the Hallmark one, not in our Hallmark, Hallmark movie of this dumb. Yes. Thing. I'm just like, oh my gosh. She's had to just watch these Hallmark movies. And I'm like, I can't get it. I'm sorry. I... I know it sounds really mean. I can't get into them. And you know they're way too they're way too clean for me. Also, my favorite episode is the court because 
I don't know. I just like the stories, the advice that we gave, and it's been like the most fun. But also, the Christmas stories were my favorite. Yes. Yeah, those were good. And the first episode was my most favorite, too. Yeah, we did a really nice job on that first episode. Yeah, I like doing my my all-time favorite show is the Fuller episode. Yeah, I agree. Those were really good, too. So we've had a lot of good discussions over the last several months. Um, Let's see, June, like eight months. I think about eight months. Eight months. Roughly eight months, yeah. So June, sorry, August, September. They can see that I should listen. I should guys listen back. You barely even cut until like. No, nine months. Nine months. Oh wow! I feel like past. I don't know when we started testing. I don't know. I'm like, hey, let's just take a risk. But that was before. (laughs) I thought there was nothing to lose. You know, like. We weren't applying for, she wasn't applying for social work. I wasn't applying for any jobs. In fact, fact, I was still working. In fact, I was still working at the rec, but I quit. (laughs) Yeah, so we were like, eh. I mean, like, so we've toned it down a little bit the last couple of episodes, especially today with my family being around and stuff, you know, when we do our Zoom discussions or whatever, we let it just rip. <laughs> you let it rip, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's been nine months. Yeah, right, well, actually, it's actually closer to eight months because it's not April yet. Okay. So eight, eight and a half ish maybe in my, whatever we've been doing this for a while yeah a long while which yeah again thank you to our fans thank you yes. to our international fans thank you for the audience in the end we in the end we have 408 plays yeah so that's not bad but we want to thank everyone and i think it's time for us to cut out yes time to cut out and we'll see you guys in a bit but I hope you guys have an awesome day, and I bid you all good days ahead of you guys. Yeah. And, yeah, well, I'll talk to you soon. Yes, I will talk to you soon, Jane. Okay, right. goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody.